Got my eyes straight ahead, got my head in the game With the red light on, I'm just waiting for the change Got my head down low Hi, Jay Fallon here. Thanks for listening to The Slippery Slope. I have Pastor Patrick Russell with us today. Uh, we're going to have a, a quick discussion about pride. Uh, Pastor Patrick, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you too. Um, before I say anything else too, uh, it's great to see you heading over to Israel again very, very soon. I'm a bit disappointed I can't can't join you, but uh, yeah, I've got too many other things going on but a few people i know are heading over with you so it should be good it's gonna be fantastic it's always a the best place to visit for any christians the best place to visit i can tell you that yeah from experience yeah no it's great it's great it's awesome to see those trips starting up again um so look like i said thanks for joining us i wanted to talk about pride um and, and what pride is because obviously june coming up and june june is now pride month the whole month is is set aside for these pride celebrations. I just wanted to read a couple of explanations, just leave it over to you to talk about pride and what um, the Bible says about pride. So a Wikipedia explanation for the pride month, it says that LGBT pride month is a month, typically June. It's dedicated to celebration and commemoration of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender pride. Pride Month began after the Stonewall Riots, a series of gay liberation protests in 1969, and has since spread outside of the United States. Modern-day Pride Month both honours the movement for LGBT rights and celebrates LGBT culture. The culture, I think, uh, I think that's... Anyway, that's, yeah, culture is very important with culture. Uh, it's a weird thing to have. Anyway, so Collins Dictionary describes the, the word pride. So pride can be a, a noun or a verb, I believe. So uh, you can have um, pride as a feeling of satisfaction that you have because you or people close to you have done something good or possess something good. Uh, you know, you can have the sense of pride in a job well done. Uh, we take pride in offering you the higher standards. Um, synonyms might be satisfaction, achievement, fulfillment, delight. Uh, it can also be uh, is a sense of respect that other people, pride can be a sense of respect that other people have for you and that you have for yourself. So... As I said, my question to you, Pastor Patrick, is what does the Bible, what does the Bible say about pride? Well, if you go back and have a look at the scriptures, the um the first mention of the word pride in the Old Testament. And really, when you see the first mention of a word, that basically gives the definition of the word. Um, so the very first mention of the word pride in the Old Testament talks about arrogance. So from a biblical point of view, pride is arrogance. Now, that's Old Testament. You go into the New Testament, and there's three words actually used for pride. Um, one of them is haughty, which is uh, an old word, but it basically means valuing self you know, highly above uh, or too highly, actually. You take yourself you know, uh, too highly. You value yourself and who you are and what you do too highly. The other one is to inflate, which means um, to basically the same thing, to boost yourself up, make yourself look better or you know, think yourself better than you really are. 
And the third one is uh, self-confidence. That's uh, called the pride of life. And that's a self-confidence as opposed to trust and faith in God. So when you look at it biblically, um, pride um, is always, not always, because um, there are scriptures that talk about boasting in a good sense, you know, boasting in the things of God. Paul said, if I'm going to have any confidence or boast in anything, I'm going to boast in the grace of God. But pride biblically is 99% of the time seen in the negative. It's a self-confidence. It's an arrogance. It's an inflation of self as opposed to trust in God. It's a self-reliance as opposed to faith and trust in God. So uh, it's, it's never really looked on as anything positive in Scripture. Um, although there are positive examples of, you know, as I said, boasting, boasting in God. So when you're, you're talking about pride, putting it into the modern context today, it's basically people glorifying themselves, glorifying in their own self-importance, inflating themselves, inflating what they believe above what God has set as a standard. And um, this is where um, Christians... Um, should oppose this this pride month in the sense that it, you know it, it puts self up there at the expense of God. And my understanding, so with, with Satan, wasn't this his? Uh, well, he was Lucifer, I suppose. Um, yeah. What he was uh, kind of charged with, you know, he had this this pride in himself. Was that is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah chapter 14. You'll find that in Isaiah chapter 14 and verses 12 to 15. Um, you read that and um, Satan is basically boasting and he's saying, you know, I will do this and I will ascend and I will become like and I, 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 I. That's that self, you know, that self-confidence, uh, that uh, arrogance, if you like. Uh, everything is all about me, about I, about my rights, about me. Um, and that's why Satan was kicked out because he wanted to ascend. He wanted to become like the Most High. And you read, you read how many eyes he actually says in Isaiah chapter fourteen. I'll do this. I'll be this. I will want this. I want this. I, 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 I. And that's basically what pride is. It's a self-importance. It's a boasting. It's an arrogance at the expense of um, faith and trust in God. So. How have we ended up? Uh, so as, we, as I read before, so we we started with this pride celebration, where it was one day, and it's pride in, uh, it's it's not it's not even pride in being proud of something that you've achieved. It's literally just proud of your who you choose to have sex with. I think it's it's a weird thing to yeah. be proud of, um, yeah. and we're all told that we have to be. We have to agree with it. Otherwise, we're some kind of, uh, or we're a bigot, or we're we're phobic, or something like this. Is it is it okay? Can Christians go along with it and uh, and support this kind of movement, support this thing, or how should we be reacting to it? Should we? No, be we should absolutely not. No, there should be absolutely no support. Um, you know, pride is a sin, and God actually says that. He says uh, in Psalm chapter ten, verse four. He says the uh, the wicked in his pride countenance does not seek God. Um, God is in none of their thoughts. That's what the scripture actually says. Pride is a self-promotion, self-aggrandization, uh, uh, making ourselves bigger than we are, 
it's an, an arrogance. It's contrary to the will and the purposes of God, especially in the in sexuality. Um, and Christians should be opposed to it. It's it's totally opposed to Christian understanding of the will and purposes of God, especially uh, sexual wise. You know, God created man and woman. Uh, he didn't create Adam and Steve. He created Adam and Eve. And uh, and we should be opposed to this thing and, and not go along with it and take a stand against it. And I know what you said. Um, we will be looked at as, you know, prudes and antisocial and uh, all those things. But this is part of the price that we have to pay for standing for the truth. Yep. Um, I was just, just before I was talking to you, I was just reading through my emails and I came across one uh, just, just, it's virtually happening now. The government of Uganda has um, just implemented laws, anti gay laws and i'm not gay bashing this morning but it's it's introduced anti-gay laws where it makes homosexuality a sin and you should see the outpouring of condemnation from the nations of the world the united states the united nations great britain every nation under the sun is calling for sanctions and boycotts against uganda because uganda wants to stand up for their morals and their values and the prime minister of uganda basically said listen we're, we're, we're standing up for our morals. We don't want to import Western immorality into our country. So the pressure from the world to accept this sort of thing is um, something that you can expect. But as Christians, we've got to take a stand and say, no, this this pride thing is a uh, contradiction, uh, really, in terms. Uh, you're being proud of sin, proud of rebellion, proud of arrogance against God. Sin, rebellion, and arrogance against God. So the last uh, the last month we've seen, you would have seen um, these advertising campaigns. One was for the Bud Light. Uh, they sent, you know, they had the, um, I can't remember his name, Dylan Mul Mulvaney, a, a man pretending to be a woman. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he's very weird anyways. So, you know, they've had that whole eruption. But, um, and then we've had what's happened with Target, uh, now, I haven't seen anything like that here in Australia um, with the clothing range. I don't know, maybe they do have it, but uh, the the clothing range that they've brought out in America, uh, which seems to target uh, children, um, everything is very LGBT, uh, you know, supportive of it, um, shirts, uh, advertising how, you know, it's basically good to be uh, what they call queer and this kind of thing now. Mm. Also, um, clothing with uh, advertising, which seems to support uh, Satanism. Uh, there's been yep. some with, uh, what's that um, demon's name, uh, Belle Fowl or something like that. I can't remember the, the name. Anyway, so uh, an actual uh, an out and proud Satanist, who was uh, designed different uh, different shirts and and logos and that for and their occultic symbols being put on there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's how much of a this is what I, I don't think um, the people who aren't Christians don't read their Bible. I, I think they're just starting to wake up to the fact that there is a definite correlation um, with the uh, LGBT pride movement and witchcraft is that is that what do you think oh absolutely yeah for sure you've just mentioned target now the person that they've employed as you just mentioned to oversee their um 
their advertising and the development of all this uh, range of clothing is an uh, avowed Satanist. Is a is an avowed Satanist. Um, so that says a lot, doesn't it? And he's also a homosexual. Yeah. So Target has employed this person, an avowed Satanist and a homosexual, to design this uh, clothing wear. Now, one thing about Target is, um, especially in America, is they're suffering uh, a lot with their sales. Apparently, their sales have gone right back. Uh, their profit margins have dropped. Uh, people are awake to this thing, and it's not just Christians. You know, as a parent, you want to protect yourself from this sort of behaviour. Um, so it's not just Christians that are waking up. It's um, you know just general people who see this this stuff, and Target, as a result, is uh, suffering in their uh, in their profit margins. And what I've heard in some stores is actually moved this clothing range right to the back corner of the shop, if you like. Yeah, they haven't got rid of it, but no. they've moved it right to a you know a place where it's not sort of open, just um, which out of sight. They're aware of it. They're aware of it too. So you know, you, you wonder why they persist with this. Yeah. Um. So this, what I think is strange is this this connection with the. Uh, with demonic worship, with Satanism, with occultic practices, and yet more and more, uh, probably more so in the states. I think it's probably it might be going on in Australia too. But I've seen definite um, some in some high profile. Uh, I don't want to call them that, but they're supposed to be pastors, um, yeah. supposedly Christian preachers, yeah. standing up. Not just standing up. You've had uh, that fellow Stanley. I think his last name is Stanley. Kind of standing up for, yeah, Andy Stanley. Um, I listened to some of what he said. It's very, it's very weird. Um, he's also the the man who thinks that we should kind of negate, forget about the Old Testament. But it's it's his preaching or his teaching on, on the LGBT movement. It, it's it's very twisted. But then you have other part so called pastors coming out, and uh, there's one who's got a lot of. He's very hope, high profile at the moment. He's actually openly homosexual himself um and teaching that uh you know things like jesus didn't actually speak against being gay um it's nothing in the new testament don't worry about what's said in the old testament and and if he does address what's said in the old testament it's always well it's actually uh like for instance sodom and gomorrah it wasn't actually the sin of homosexuality that uh god was punishing sodom and gomorrah for it was actually the sin of um not being hospitable. <laughs> this kind of preaching, <laughs> it, it just seems to be getting more prevalent where yeah. so-called yeah. Christians, what, what's what's happening with the church? What's, yeah. Well, you know, the Bible talks about a, a great apostasy, a falling away from the faith before the second coming of Christ. So what you're actually seeing is a fulfillment of prophecy. Um, people can call themselves Christians, but Christian really means a follower of Christ. And if you're not following Christ and following his word, don't call yourself a Christian. And yet many of them come under that banner and call themselves that. They've got access to the internet. They write books and people think, well, they've got TV shows. They've got books. They must be right. You know, they must be telling the truth. They get back into the word of God. It's not about what a man says. It's what God's word says and correctly interpreted from that word. And what we're seeing today is a proliferation of these false teachers and false prophets, totally in accord with what God said, because he said there's going to become a great falling away. Many are going to depart from the faith. Um, not a few, but many. Uh, the elect are going to be deceived, if that's possible. 
So, you know, we've got to be on our toes, um, and especially in the Word of God. Don't look at the name. Don't look at the person. Don't look at the fact they've written a book or got a television program or whatever. Get into the Word of God itself. That's the truth. Now, they'll take that truth and they'll try and pervert it, but that's where we need the guidance of the Holy Spirit to uh, reveal that truth. Um, so we need to get into the Word. That's that's the bottom line. I've heard those same preachers that you've heard, and it's absolutely disgusting to hear that. Um, and it just shows how far we've fallen away from the truth of God's Word. So we need to have a love for the Word and a love for the truth and a desire for it. And that's why we need to get back into the Word of God and surround ourselves with teachers that we know who are going to preach that word uncompromisingly. Yeah. Is there one other thing I, um, it seems to me like, uh, there's, there's this trying to replace, uh, God with, um, with man and, and put man up as if he is re yeah, replacing God. And I, a while back I'd seen, I won't say his name, but I'd, I'd seen a, a political figure here in Australia and he was sitting um, on this bench and it was uh, celebrating this um, gay, this town that had this, like this gay monument. And what they had, they had this, um, this little bench seat and they had a rainbow going over the seat. And then he was sitting up there posing and I just, the, the picture really struck me because I thought this was, it, it just stood out. And I thought, man, that's unusual. Uh, a little while later, I remember reading or listening, I was going through uh, my Bible readings and I was reading Revelation. I think I got up to Revelation chapter four and uh, I'll just read to you what I was, what I'm thinking. It's um, so this is when I, is it John? John is taken in the spirit and he's shown around uh, heaven, I think. And uh, he says, uh, immediately I was in the spirit from verse two and behold, a throne set in heaven and one sat on the throne. And he who was there was like a Jasper and a Sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance, like an emerald. Um, straight away, I was, I started thinking this to me, Correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I thought. This is what they they were trying to do. I was thinking back to this picture, and I thought, wow, they keep having these. You know, they have the. You see it on the pride marches, but you see this is just out in an ordinary town, a bench seat with the rainbow around it, celebrating the gay pride, whatever. Um, you know, with the fake rainbow, and I thought, this is God's word says. You know, He's sitting on the throne with the rainbow around Him, but now we have man sitting there with his rainbow over him is that am i drawing the wrong conclusion there or is that no, actually i think you're very observant because what what does scripture say and you go back again to isaiah chapter 14 which describes satan lucifer the angel who actually stood in the presence of god before he fell now what did he see he would have seen the same thing he would have mm. seen god seated on the throne this whole scene that john seen in revelation Satan was privileged to that. He would have seen that. And what did he say? I will ascend. I will become like the most high. So that picture that you've just described is a heavenly scene in, in Revelation um, is exactly what Satan would have seen and aspired to. I will become like the most high. I will ascend. And then you go back to Genesis and what was the very first sin? Satan said to Adam and Eve, eat this and you'll become like gods. Yeah. You'll become like God. 
you'll ascend, you'll be like that. So that picture is representative of the throne of God. Of course it is. And Satan wants to, that's where he aspires to be, yeah. sitting on the throne in that exact scene. So what's depicted in the natural is basically a, a scene of what Satan wants to be in the spiritual. He wants to be God and he wants us to be God. And when we place ourselves above God to become gods, well, that's the sort of same picture that you, you're seeing. Replacing so God, absurd, yeah. replacing God with man. And, and, God. And, and that's what arrogance is. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, I, I feel very sad for these people who, uh, who are caught up in the, um, in the trans ideology. And then they get into the, basically they start mutilating themselves. Uh, when you read a bit about the operations mm -hmm. and what these people go through, I thought it's, it's absolutely horrific, the scarring that they end up with. Um, and you have a couple of people stand up and say that, well, they feel so much better now, but they, they're usually Hollywood people and they've mutilated their bodies. They don't show mm -hmm. you the scars and everything they've ended up with. And there's so many stories coming out with people who are saying, well, they've detransitioned, they've realized, but in the meantime, yeah. they've absolutely butchered their bodies. Uh, hmm. Again, this is just, I, I assume this is just, um, well, they're accepting a lie from Satan and realistically it's, it's, it's spiritual. Satan wants them to, you know, man is made in the image of God. Yeah. Satan wants to destroy that, that image. Yes, that's exactly true. And it is a lie and it is a deception. And one thing you won't find too much in the mainstream media is um, what you were talking about there, people who have detransitioned um, and and realised it's been a mistake, realise now they've mutilated their bodies to the point that they'll never have a normal life. You know, some girls will never have children. Um, boys will never have children, um, be able to father children because they've mutilated themselves to become like a woman. You don't hear these stories in the mainstream media that a lot of people are very uh, discontent once they have it done. They think it's going to bring happiness, but it doesn't. And they detransition, and you, the media will not publicise it. And then you'll also, um, then you'll also, uh, um, you know, cop the, the backlash, if you like, from uh, standing up against this sort of thing. Um, but it's it's yeah it's it's a it's a real thing and the media just won't cover it. Then you've got these laws like in Canada, and I think it's even in Australia where you can't uh, help somebody detransition. If somebody comes to you for counselling, I think it's already law in Victoria. Yeah. If you if somebody comes to you to to de um, you know go backwards on their decision, you can't help them. Otherwise, you can be put in jail for uh, you know trying to help them uh, detransition. Yeah, uh, so, uh, I think they're further along in Victoria, but it's it's here in Queensland as well. So I think there's I can't remember exactly which where it isn't that law, but yeah, you you can't help anyone. You can't give them any kind yeah, of any kind of help, any kind of hope. We talk about their decision that even if they come to you, you can be reported, and uh, there's jail yeah. sentences uh, now yeah. tied with all that. Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. Look, Can I we feel sorry for these people? I really do. You know, it's, it is a true deception in the mind, and uh, they're trying to put it on us. And this this next month, you it's going to be in your face. You know about this gay pride. It's going to be in your face. 
You're going to see it on television, going to hear about it. There's going to be conversations. Uh, you say anything against it, you're going to be demonized. You're going to be made to look like a, you know, anti-sociable prune. Uh, it's going to be in your face. So we need to stand strong. Yeah. Okay. Um, to finish up, can you just tell us how we can, uh, what, what's the hope with all this? What is, uh, if you're someone, you know, you're not a Christian, whatever, but you're someone thinking, well, maybe struggling with these things, um, obviously having inclinations or having these thoughts for homosexuality or, or struggling with this kind of sin, it doesn't, it doesn't mean you're just, uh, you know, you're any worse than any one else. What's the hope that we all have? What, what, what can you tell us? Well, of course, Jesus Christ is the only hope that we have. But the whole problem of pride stems from our sinful nature. And we're all born with that sinful nature. We've all been born uh, with inherited sin from what Adam did in that garden. So pride actually stems, like every sin, stems from a sinful nature. And the cure to a sinful nature is, is Christ. And the cure for a sinful nature is faith. The opposite of uh, pride, if you like, and self-arrogance and self-confidence is faith, and that's faith in Jesus Christ. So unless you're walking with the Lord um, and trusting him every day, of course you're going to be bombarded with all these thoughts. There's going to be peer pressure, especially at school and universities and workplace. There's going to be pressure. And if you're not strong in God, strong in his word, strong in faith and trusting God, of course you're going to, you know, dissuade by these ideas and the thoughts are going to come into your mind you know am i normal am i against society am i this am i that these thoughts will come into your mind but it's with faith and the word of god in your heart that's going to dispel these things from your mind so look the, the, the simple message is you need to get into christ um and have christ in your heart as your lord and savior and living according to his word that's why it's so important to get into God's word and get God's wording to you. Cool. Thanks very much for that. You're welcome. Um, now, listen, uh, Pastor Patrick is, uh, can you tell us again, remind everyone, so you're, you're part of the Christian Friends for Israel? That's Christian great. Friends of Israel. Of Israel. Yes. Yes. And, um, and you've got a, you're, you're doing a trip. Um, have you got any, vacancy still for a trip you're doing a planning a yes, tour of Israel we've got a, yeah we've got a tour coming up in September from uh, the 18th to the 4th of October there's still a well there's always vacancies you, you can have as big a group as you like uh, we've already got 16 odd people going at the moment so half of those are coming from Papua New Guinea and um, so there's still vacancies here in Australia which is going to be great it's, uh, I tell you what if you can make it it'll change your life it'll absolutely change the reading of the word you you'll see the word as you're you know you're reading it there it is in front of you it'll just totally open up the word of god for you so of course there's vacancies and anybody's interested could uh, contact me or our know, travel agent okay how can they what's the website they would go to well you can get to olive tree travel um that's in melbourne if you just google olive tree travel and ask about the christian friends of israel tour in september They'll give you all the information, the price, uh, the itinerary, everything that you need to know. So, that's Olive Tree Travel. Oh, we've had some technical difficulties here. 
Okay. <laughs> Olive tree travel. Olive in, tree travel, yeah. In Melbourne. Copy that. Yeah. And uh, look, I can attest to this. Be, like I said, it'd be great. I wish I could go. I do have family members going. So uh, they are really, <laughs> really looking forward to it. So uh, it's, oh, it's kind of all they're talking about at the moment. Uh, yeah, very excited. Great. Very excited. Um, but yeah, listen, Pastor Patrick Russell, thanks very much for joining me today. Uh, it's good to, uh, like I said, just wanted to talk openly, bluntly about what pride is. Thanks for explaining what it is and what the Bible says about it. But anyway, so be thanks. A, be, a, yeah. be a proud Christian. Be a proud Christian. Okay. Boast in God. That's the only thing we can boast in. <laughs> proud Christian, boasting in God. Very cool. Thanks very yeah. much for joining me today, Pastor Patrick Russell. Bless. Thanks very much. You're welcome. They just fuel the desire that will take me higher I'm on fire because nothing's gonna